0: Joining me is Lori Dunn, the Gazette's police and courts reporter. We're going to update everybody once a week on the ongoing Taylor Parker trial. Uh, It's just gotten so much interest, um, and we just wanted to provide an easy way for people to get caught up on everything. So, first of all, hi, Lori, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: Yeah, is it uh it's been a busy week, I'm sure.
1: It has been a very busy, intense week, so I'm I'm happy to be here.
0: And and more to come. How do you, how long do they think the trial will last?
1: I have not heard a specific number. I've heard different numbers um going into it. I believe the prosecution at one time said that they had a good 3 weeks of testimony. Mm-hmm. And then of course, there'll will be the defense's chance to call witnesses and, and give testimony. So um, it, it could easily go to the middle of October.
0: So for people who might not know, let's just recap what the case is, what we're talking about here. What is Taylor Parker charged with? Taylor? What, what do the prosecution allege happened?
1: Taylor Parker is charged with capital murder. This is the first capital murder trial in Bowie County since, I believe, 2017. Um, Parker is charged with murder. Um, she is also charged with kidnapping. The, the prosecution is accusing her of killing a young woman in New Boston named Reagan Simmons Hancock on October 9, 2020. Reagan was expecting a baby. I believe she was 35 weeks pregnant when she was killed. Uh, The prosecution is saying that Taylor Parker killed Hancock to take her baby because Parker had been faking a pregnancy in order to keep her boyfriend interested, is what the prosecution is saying. Uh, Parker took... Parker allegedly.
0: Yeah, we have to be careful. Yes.
1: The prosecution believes Parker um, allegedly took the newborn baby girl and was driving her to a hospital in Idaho, Oklahoma, to tell them there that she had given birth to this baby at home in the car, somewhere outside of a hospital, and needed the baby to be checked out. A, DP, a Texas Department of Public Safety Trooper, DPS Trooper, pulled Parker over while she was still in Texas en route to Oklahoma. And the baby was not responsive. I uh, believe they went ahead and took, it, took her, the baby, to the hospital. But she ultimately did pass away shortly after arrival at the hospital. And Parker... Medical staff determined Parker had not given birth. While all this was going on, um, a neighbor of Reagan Hancock's back in New Boston uh, realized her dog was outside. Her car was in the carport, but nobody was coming to the door. She knew Reagan was about to have a baby and was a little worried. She called her husband. She called Reagan's husband, who was at work in Texarkana, I believe. He asked Reagan's mother to go check on her, and Reagan's mother found her daughter's body in the living room, I believe, of the home, face down on the carpet with the baby cut out of her.
0: This is all according to police
1: reports. This is all according to police reports, affidavits, uh, previous gazette reporting. This has all been this has all been printed before, right? Okay. Or else came out in testimony. I picked up a few more details in testimony from what they believe happened that day, but most of it has been in print.
0: And prosecution is trying for the death penalty.
1: Prosecution case. is trying for the death penalty if the if the jury finds Parker guilty then they have to make the decision on whether she receives the death penalty or a life sentence. And there are a couple of questions that prosecution will ask them that will determine which outcome. They will ultimately say yes and yes on a a couple of questions as to whether she ultimately gets the death penalty or not.
0: Okay. What's the courtroom like? Is it crowded?
1: It has been pretty crowded. It has only been full, I believe, on Monday morning for opening statements. And then again, Thursday morning. I think Thursday morning it was literally every seat was full, and I don't know specifically why that day, if it was the last day of testimony for that week. People wanted to see it if it was just a coincidence, but it did thin out after lunch.
0: So there. There's going to be testimony four days a week. There is Fridays testimony
1: off. four days a week. Yes, uh, the judge has said that he he wants to take Fridays off to let the attorneys prepare better, and uh, and also I'm sure it's nice for the jury to get you know a little bit of a break. But he he has said that if it if it comes down to it that we need to work on Friday, we will.
0: And the jury is six men and six women. Is six men,
1: six women, two alternate.
0: Are they being sequestered or anything?
1: They are not. They are allowed to go home. Um, He talked to them yesterday when testimony ended that the judge is very media friendly. He said he knows there's media in the courtroom and he knows that we're doing our jobs. But he says to the jurors, he said, you cannot read the newspaper. If you are watching TV and the news comes on, turn it off. He is also urging them not to look at social media or even really speak to other people in the community about it. Because everything, the judge wants all of the information the jury receives to come from testimony, not outside sources. Right, which
0: is standard.
1: Yes, very standard.
0: And so what have you heard so far in these first four days of testimony? It it seems to have focused a lot on this alleged sort of fabulation that she's, Yes, built this whole fantasy world.
1: Yes, these um, the two assistant DAs trying this case are Kelly Crisp and Lauren Richards, and they have, from what I've been told, worked pretty much nonstop on this for almost two years, and they very much want the jury to know the web of lies is pretty much what they're calling it Mm -hmm. that. Taylor Parker spun for a couple of years leading up to this. I, I believe one of Kelly's quotes on opening statements was was about how how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. The the fraud that led up to it. Um she her opening statement. She asked the jury, "How did it get this far?" Um, and this is a quote from Kelly Crisp. She said, "She is an actress speaking on Parker, an actress of the highest order. The lies and fraud go on and on. The layers of fraud are staggering." And she said that they're going to have to understand the fraud to understand what happened on October ninth, twenty twenty. So it's hey. it's been a lot of laying out um, financial scams. Fake names, things like that.
0: Spoof phone accounts.
1: Spoof phone accounts. Um, just a very complicated. It. They, they are. The prosecution is saying Taylor Parker is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. To, to keep to have kept up with all of this.
0: Part of it was she was claiming that uh, she. She has a rich family and was about to come into a lot of money.
1: Yes. um, She was pretty open to her two previous husbands, her boyfriend, that she was inheriting a large sum of money from her grandparents and would include whichever partner she was with, would would be sharing this, this wealth with him. But the money always seemed to be tied up and not where she could get it.
0: Was there any evidence presented that the family actually does have this money?
1: I don't think that they really focused on any hard evidence about how much was available. They did own some land. She grew up, Parker, Parker grew up, Taylor Parker grew up farming, new farming, new ranching very well. And when she got together with Wade Griffin... She was this looking was her re- last boyfriend. Yes. Yes, the boyfriend that she was with and said it was his baby. Mm-hmm. She uh, they were interested in buying a ranch together and were looking into buying a huge amount of property on the Red River uh pecan farm and cattle ranch. And we're ta- were in communication with a real estate broker who who focused on large properties like that. But the broker testified. Um, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. He testified. He testified that when it when it's that large of a property and that much money involved, he he requests a little pay up front, kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, to show you're serious. Right. And that was you know going to be a few thousand dollars. And that money she could never seem to get that money to him. There was always a delay and there were constant communication she would text him the money's held up in the transfer or I'm getting frustrated with my bank I'm going to change banks and then then he began receiving emails or text messages from the bank hmm. but ultimately found out that the person did not the banker did not even exist hmm. so that that was pretty I mean it was a complicated scheme. Yeah. Very complicated.
0: One wonders how she thought that would end. I
1: guess Well that 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 was definitely a question and uh, the prosecution touched on that a little bit about when the financial schemes were not working to keep Wade Griffin. That's kind of when the fake pregnancy came about according to the prosecution.
0: There was also a lot of testimony from investigators who had um, examined her online history, search history. Yes. And uh, then included websites such as fakeababy.com. Was that right?
1: Yes. Most, uh, most of one day of testimony was, I believe it was Dustin Estes with DPS, who testified about His job, I guess, for the last months at least, was looking into all of this. And according to testimony on the morning of the murder, she was looking up on how to care for a late-term preemie who would have been about 35 weeks. And the prosecution points out Reagan Hancock was 35 weeks pregnant when she died that day. Um, She also, her, I believe the search history about pregnancy and things like that went on for months leading up to it. And some of them were on how to perform a a, a C-section and also searches on where where pregnant women might be such as OBGYN clinics and maternity stores and things like that and she searched for them in the whole area i believe in shreveport in oklahoma and rockwell texas all over hmm.
0: wow so um i know it's kind of hard to say but just generally, what, what's going to be coming up? I mean, obviously, the prosecution will rest at some point and Yes, there will be I, dep- I, bel- I
1: believe the prosecution will still at least have another week ahead, maybe longer. I think they are getting very close to the actual crime scene, the day of the murder and, and those events. So I don't know if it will immediately start on Monday. There could be a little bit more of this fraud background that they're wanting to get out there. But I would say we're very close to to the crime scene
0: are you anticipating maybe seeing some photos
1: you know i it's been a long time since i've been in a murder trial so yeah. i'm i would i would think though that there would be that there would be some you know some photos
0: well bless you for uh, <laughs> having to, want to see those for the rest of us uh, well, i'm sure they're they're not easy to look at
1: it you they're not but I, I think I'm, this is just kind of. A, I, I'm kind of good at compartmentalizing things like that, and um, I think it might be harder on the jury because they're not probably right, right. exposed to some of the unpleasant things that reporters are. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I think the. I think it was Kelly Crisp on the first day that said this. This will change them. Mm. This information they're seeing and hearing is going to change them.
0: Well, you're doing a great job. Thank um, you. We're going to be following the story to the very end, so everybody Absolutely. can uh, see what you're doing in the good old Gazette.
1: We will be there.
0: All right, hang in there and worry. We'll check Thank in you. with you again next week.
1: All right, thanks so much.
0: On the line is a Texarkana Gazette podcast recorded in Star Bear Studio, right here in downtown Texarkana, USA. Follow on the line on Twitter at O-T-L-T-X-K, and on our website, com slash podcast. To support the show, post a positive review wherever you get your podcasts. The show is written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Carl Richter, and I'd love to hear from you. Email me at krichter at texarcanogazette.com. I'll see you next
1: time on the line.